0: Welcome to the Batman-tasticast, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the greatest animated television series of all time, Batman, the Animated Series. Our podcast offers a deep dive into each episode and a full series retrospective from two nerds who really like Batman. And to introduce our hosts on this episode, sitting across the table from me, he's a plague in a can, Mr. Jordan
1: Hugh. And of course, my co-host, he's one mean pussy. (laughs) Mike (laughs) Stout. Listen, we get one more episode where we get to do this. We're going to do
0: it. (laughs) All right. We are back for the cat and claw, cat and the claw part. The cat and the claw, sorry. Uh, Two definitive, two whatever definite articles on here. (laughs) The fuck. The definite article cat and the definite article claw. Episode 16 on the production order, episode, I guess, eight. On the broadcast order, even though every website thing on the planet puts it at number two. It's super confusing. I don't love it. Um, we're just going to say it's the second episode because it's right after sure. Cat and Claw Part 1. This
1: happened with all the two-parters where, like... The part one would air, yeah. and if they were smart, they would air part two right after it.
0: Yeah. But a lot of times, they were
1: not no, smart. No, I remember I could not see Two-Face part one for the life of me. I yeah. was, like, hunting around for it forever. I saw it very late in the show's run. It was, like, 1990 fucking seven before I saw Two-Face part one. So dumb. Um, but Cat in the Claw is another one where, like, they busted up these two episodes, and it was very frustrating.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, totally, it's totally frustrating. It, it is mean, wild that this is broadcast eight. I know. Against broadcast know. one for it part no one. Sense. Makes no sense. Makes no sense, especially because it's like previously on Batman at the beginning of the episode. It's like, okay, yeah, what happened last week? Oh wait, yeah, this didn't happen yesterday,
1: right? Well, thank God for the previously on. Yeah,
0: I mean, they spent like two minutes on
1: it. That is a long previously on, previously on, because there's a lot of nonsense to explain in Mm -hmm. part one.
0: Yeah, this uh, we didn't love episode. uh, We didn't love the first episode of Cat and Claw, and uh, that continues. It continues. We had a good discussion out of it, but it's just not a very good episode. Not a very neither, good episode. Neither is this one. And, you know, we'll probably hit on a lot of the same points. There's really not much to discuss at the front of this episode because this episode one is super short. You know, it's... It the, is shorter, yeah. I think with the previously on and the, the opening theme, I think we're looking at somewhere around, like, close to five minutes of the episode has already been eaten, and then you have to add right. the extra minute or so at the end for the for the, uh, the end credits. So you're looking at an episode of this show that might be, like, without the previously on in the intro, this might be, like, an 18-minute long episode, right. maybe even shorter.
1: And obviously with different episodes of Batman the Animated Series, the style changes. Yeah. And the style of scripting changes. So yeah. this episode is essentially the third act. The, the full episode is essentially the third act of an action film. Yeah. Right? This is... The Cat and the Claw in general is sort of a James Bond story, yeah. right? You have the functioning plot that is the Bruce and Selina and Catwoman and Batman love story that should have just been the episode. Yeah. And they have attached this James Bond villain plot onto it, which has now metastasized into a second episode, yep. where we're just now in the third act of an action film, and it feels weird.
0: Yeah. it. This almost feels like it was supposed to be a double feature kickoff to the show, a 40-minute episode that ran for an hour, and there you have it. That's right. Batman Cat and Claw 1 and 2. The second half isn't as long, but we can stuff some more commercials in there. Right. Uh, sell some more toys but it's not it's two episodes that are shown like I don't know uh, seven episodes apart (laughs) right so ultimately it confuses the audience we have a character the villain in this episode is not Catwoman
1: it is not at all it should be
0: it should be she should be the villain and also kind of like just a foil like she doesn't have to be a villain Catwoman doesn't have to be Batman's villain to be interesting it's almost like chaotic good versus lawful good You know, it's like, that's an interesting character dynamic.
1: Red Claw also creates some weird redundancy because it seemed like the point of including Catwoman was to say, look, one of Batman's villains can be a woman. Yeah. And look how interesting that is. Okay. And then they decided to double down on that, but make it redundant by being like, look, another of Batman's villains can also be a woman and they can both not like this woman.
0: Imagine if, yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Imagine
1: if Red Claw was like Talia. Well, here's the thing. It should have been Talia. Yeah. Yeah. This episode could work two other ways. Yes. It doesn't work the way it is now. No. It could work if you just make the whole thing Catwoman. Yep. And don't involve this plot with the plague and Red Claw and James Bond and terrorism at all. Yeah. That could work. Or, if you really want to do the terrorist plot, you use the appropriate terrorist character. Yep. You do Talia al Ghul. You don't even have to bring in her father yet. And you just say this is the character.
0: And that's the type of character that we'd want to create a new world order. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Talia al
1: Ghul has a much more interesting dynamic with Batman. It's a much better character and it's already established. You didn't have to create Red Claw who's a character that they, they just seemed like they took a bunch of like characteristics, villain characteristics and they threw them in a blender and they blended it and what came out was Amazonian physicality, White streak in the hair, vaguely Eastern European accent, weird tattoo, martial arts outfit, terrorist, biochemical threat. It was like, what? Yeah. What dice did yeah. you roll to get this fucking villain? Um,
0: clearly, um, the manatees were bumping the balls into the thing and creating us a Family Guy joke.
1: Um, this went right over my head.
0: Oh, uh, South Park.
1: That went over my head too. Oh,
0: well, there you go. Um, I'm sorry, everyone. I failed as a nerd this week. It's a okay. It's a okay. We had to watch these episodes back to back multiple times. So, you know, you have a character that um, is not at all interesting and this is all she's around for right Red Claw doesn't come back Red Claw does come back she comes back
1: in The Lion and the Unicorn which weirdly bookends the first run of the series
0: Oh, so So Red
1: Claw is the first villain on the broadcast side and she's the last villain on the broadcast side so she's like episode
0: 56 or 65 or whatever
1: I don't remember off the top of my head but I do know that uh, I've heard other folks comment that like oh yeah look they, they ended where they started broadcast wise they ended with Red Claw again she comes back with a similar terrorist plot. So oh, the character great. does come back. That's... She appears more than once, which is unfortunate. I don't remember if that episode is any better than this one. Yeah. I um, would I have to know. imagine it must be.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, the the most interesting thing about the episode and both these episodes is, you know, the relationship between Batman and Catwoman, the Eternal, you know, will they? Won't they? Um, I actually think it's way stronger, even in the comic books. If you have the will they, won't they soap opera, it's complicated yeah, thing the with banter. them. They got like that his girl Friday thing going yeah. on. It's it's good. It's, it's fun. not. It's not. It's it's much less. It's much less interesting when they're married. Which which
1: yeah. So well, actually, how do you feel about that? Because you're obviously you work in comics, so there was obviously a huge backlash to that. Um, what is. Your take on should these two ever be married will that ever work? I
0: think it just takes away the interest I think it takes away the fun of it. I think it takes away the these two live totally different lives essentially Um, Now I like when Catwoman's a hero. I think that's awesome. But at the same time It's like you kind of want that that friction.
1: Yeah I don't think you can ever let these two be really together no and have a functional relationship because well actually I'll take it from the Batman side Batman can't be allowed to be happy. Yeah. He's like Tommy Shelby from Peaky yeah. Blinders oh, or God. Tony Soprano from The Sopranos, yeah. right? If these characters are happy and there's no misery being generated, no yeah. strife for them yeah. to, you know, fight against, it's not very interesting, is no. it?
0: No, and Batman having like a happy life is not always the uh the best thing uh, for right. him.
1: And that will actually become the concept for Perchance the Dream, Yes, right? It's just like, well, what if Bruce Wayne could just be married to Selina Kyle and just be happy? Well, the answer to that is that would be the end of his story. Yep. You couldn't be Batman anymore.
0: Also, it's, it's very, it's what they've gone through. It's what they've gone through multiple times with the Spider-Man character where they literally had to erase years of comic books erase years of comic books to split him up from Mary Jane. Right. Because they realized the the worst
1: Spider-Man story is centered on that, right? What's that
0: one called? It's called One More Day and It's Terrible. Now they had to erase his relationship with Mary Jane because ultimately Spider-Man needs to be unhappy. Like that's what makes the character good is that his life is falling apart, but he has to stand up and be a hero. And that's kind of what Batman is about. So when you when you get Batman and Catwoman married, like that's a great cover. Right. Yeah. It's a great comic book cover. It'll You'll sell, sell some books. Copies. You'll sell some books. But ultimately yeah. in the end, it's kind of like, all right, well, now they're together. Now who cares? Like it's it's not as special. Like even in Harley Quinn, the cartoon they have they're not married, but their relationship is hilarious and it, and it's fun. So you kind of get that soap level stuff on this show. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah, it's not great.
1: It's not great. It's also I think of the two parters. I think this is the worst of the two parters. It's got to be. Uh, Two-Face is obviously great. We love right. Two-Face. We love Feet of Clay, mm-hmm. which we're going to get to mm-hmm. very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love the Hardak ones, the Heart of Steel yeah. episodes. Yeah, no. I, I hope I'm getting that name right, um, but I think it's still better than this.
0: Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so. But um, eh, we'll see where we go. Um, the other relationship that we see fleshed out in this episode is more of Batman and Gordon. Um, there's actually even more of their them having a pre-existing yes, relationship. Yes, which is good. Yes, it's very good. Um, you know, there's always still questions about this episode, you know, in terms of like, what's with this plague? What's with this terrorist cell? What's with this military bunker? None of those things will be what's answered. What's with the Michael Bayness of it all? I just don't get it. I don't get it. And it's very, very confusing and it's not great.
1: Yeah, they're just kind of allowing things to just kind of like live in like the spy action thriller nonsense of it all. They don't want to explain anything too much because if you look at any one of these parts too closely, it doesn't quite work.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. Um, it's, It's one of those things where it's very like, you know, a holdover from the 80s. Like, it's like, okay, this feels like a a choppy 80s cartoon that no one ever It feels like a Schwarzenegger film, but we just don't quite get there. Yeah.
1: I really don't know. I said this in our previous episode. I don't know what Red Claw's plan is. The plan is, seemingly, she's going to grab this plague and she's going to ransom it off against the government to get a billion dollars. But then, like, later in this episode, she's going to waste that plague. Like, yeah. she's basically just going to be yeah. like, I'm going to infect Batman and yeah. Catwoman, and they'll yeah. die. Ha ha ha. Yeah, that's the point. If you're the most ruthless terrorist in the world, as she was named by Gordon in the previous episode, wouldn't you want to keep that plague hanging around? Ask for more than a billion dollars? Threaten more than one she, government?
0: She legitimately is just like, oh, a placebo will work. Okay.
1: Well, and here's the crazy thing. Then you could have done that already. You didn't even need to steal the plague. Yeah. <laughs> right? It was yeah. very, very strange.
0: Yeah, no. Um, incredibly strange. Um, but we have some trivia that's fun. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So there's a brief snippet of his time goes by from the film Casablanca, uh, played when Catwoman admits loving Batman and driving off to fa- uh, while they're driving off to face Red Claw. Mm. The song is now played as an instrumental overture for Warner Brothers pictures as seen in their current opening logo.
1: And you know what? Actually, the animation for Selina actually reminds me a little bit of Bergman. Oh, yeah, uh, from definitely, Casablanca. definitely. A little bit. Uh, Bergman's a little bit more specific looking. Uh, Selina's obviously a little bit more... I would say anglo-typical or something like that but um she i don't know she's got like kind of a lana turner thing going on i think i mentioned in the previous episode she's like a classic white blonde actress but i could see the casablanca ness of it all i
0: think in general they're just trying to roll with the kind of um hollywood starlet yeah yeah, the old hollywood kind of that kind of classic vibe to it um you know, Bruce Tim, uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit as we get to the scene, but Bruce Tim said that the end sequence is geared around the explosions.
1: This is our most explosive episode today. Everything blows up. Uh, everything like, blows up. Like
0: a James Bond movie. Yes. Um, We've had lots of
1: explosions. We had yes. them in Two-Face. We had them yes. in Nothing to Fear. We've yes. had them in Pretty Poison. Yes. This is the most explosive.
0: There have been, there are so many explosions in this episode that um, it's pretty wild. And it's not like just one scene. It's a whole bunch but uh, apparently he said the uh, the animation on that were really bad so he had to kind of do it over and over again. right
1: this was so I think I was reading the same thing you were they get three bites at the apple for these they get yep. three takes like basically they enter into a contract with these animation studios someone like a Bruce Tim yeah. will watch the episode and if they don't like the way something is animated yeah. they can send it back twice yeah and after that, I think there's like another fee, or maybe they just won't do it. I'm not sure. Just go with but it. every time he got this explosion sequence at, that concludes this episode back, it's the it's kind of the, the climax of the big action sequence. Every time he got it back, he hated it, yeah. and eventually he just went with the third one, which to my eye is fine. Yeah. But I also knew because he didn't like it, it was like maybe I should look at this with a more critical eye, and it. it does kind of look bad. Like the fire looks bad.
0: No, it does. It looks it looks it looks very bad. So. It's uh this episode once again doesn't look great. This is by Sunrise and Acom, who are two studios that wouldn't work for on this series, uh for for much longer. But um not Sad. yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, whatever, what are you gonna do? But uh, I think it's time to dive in. I'm yeah, ready let's let's go in. for it. So uh, we start with the title card. Title card is pretty much the same as the first Cat and Claw uh, title card. It just says Part Two. It's those those cat eyes, those yellow cat eyes with the with the uh, with the claw, with the red claw mark. Uh, Across them, and then this episode is directed by uh, Dick Sebast, or Dick Sebast. The story is by Sean Catherine Derrick and Lauren Bright, and the teleplay is by Jules Dennis and Richard Mueller, who I think wrote... um, the Underdwellers. I'm almost positive. Uh, the <laughs> well, the under-dwellers. some things in
1: common. Um, it's interesting that the director changed from Kevin Altieri to Dick Seabass in this yeah. episode. I wonder why you would switch directors for two episodes. That could be a contractual thing. It could be. Or, or it could be that they both worked on both, but they each took credit for one.
0: Yeah, that could be it as well. Or, you know, they might have needed Kevin Altieri on something else.
1: Maybe. I, I didn't notice a big shift in direction from one to the other. It yeah. feels like essentially... The, it feels like just the back half of the same episode. Of
0: course. It feels like one long episode.
1: Right. Very very long
0: so after that we cut to gotham at night uh we pan down to see a man walk through a small tunnel in the park it's a windy night as we can see continuous gusts of wind and leaves in the air the man shows himself to be one of the mobsters that we saw when batman interrogated the mob yeah he the was he was the big episode, fat mob boss
1: which, that batman lifted into the air
0: once again we have already said that that scene in the last episode was pointless on um, the man looks behind him as batman startles him uh batman says you're late And the mobster replies, can you ever, like, walk up to someone normal-like? Which is funny because (laughs) Batman's a freak. The answer's Um, no. uh, I believe the answer is no, yeah. Uh, Batman wants info, but the mobster tries to make a deal by telling Batman, hey, lay off the south side. And then Batman, like, is immediately upset by this. And he, you know, does that thing where he, like, holds the guy up by, like, the scruff of his neck or whatever it is, his collar. And he pretty much tells him he's going to be on all the sides um
1: yeah so basically this guy's reward for giving him information to, on red claw is nothing
0: yeah it's essentially no there's no reward it's either you give me the info or i'll just pretty much right. put you in the hospital which is pretty badass yeah I it's, mean, it's batman yeah um and he does some normal batman stuff picking him up he's growing him for info uh he gives batman the mobster gives batman the info that there's a train heist happening tonight but not even one that the mob would touch it's sketchy it's done by quote-unquote outsiders, so we can assume this is Red Claw's terrorist cell. Batman vanishes into the night as the monster gasps, gasps again. He refers to the Mafia as the organization. I guess that's their fun term for uh, the Mafia without using the term Mafia, like yep. how in Spider-Man they say Magia or Magia. That's
1: right, yeah. They nicely nicely danced around that. I can't emphasize enough my fury. Yeah. This scene is pointless. Mm -hmm. It tells us nothing that we didn't Mm -hmm. already know. We knew about the train heist already from Red Hood's um, whole plan last episode, part one. She actually outlines the full plans of the goons. Now, someone could defend this scene by saying, well, Batman didn't know that. And I said, well, the show's not for Batman. Yeah. The show's for us. We already knew. Keep this scene off screen and cut
0: the mob scene from the previous episode. it's not crazy. It's just dead air. It's not crazy for, and especially when an episode is already already not long, you're adding another like two minutes that are pointless.
1: This mob boss doesn't even come back to do anything else. He's a nameless mob boss. Yep nameless Southside mob boss, and you're making us spend time with him to be like, oh, this is how Batman found out about the train heist. Who gives a fuck? He's Batman. Yeah, he's Batman. He Batman knows... knows. Put him on the train. Exactly. He just showed up there. He shows up. Like, like, when have we ever had to explain how much Batman gets his information? Whatever, who cares?
0: All right, next scene, we cut to Batman in Gordon's office. He drops a train schedule to inform Gordon about what he had just heard. Gordon says he's seen no change in the schedules, but it's been a last-minute change. Finally... Between the Cat and the Claws Part 1 and 2, we are getting the relationship with Batman and Gordon. Batman suggests it's a military train, something the government doesn't want us, want us to know about, and Gordon agrees, and like every cop and everything, he hates the feds and all of their secrets. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: I, I I like the relationship between local police and army, right? which best. we always see butting up against each other in yeah. film. I actually, I just watched Super 8, where that's yeah. really, really the case. Um it is a little odd gordon is the Gotham city police commissioner he seems to have almost the wrong attitude towards the army like he yeah. can somehow control them or yeah. should have been privy to this information yeah. or something yeah, like that yeah it's, it's like like, like the Dude, it's the go- army yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you're the listen you are the commissioner of a large city but it's not the army no no i don't know it gets worse in his later scene where he's like calling the general and stuff it's very strange
0: pull off general
1: Um, listen general I'm the commissioner of police here in this town you you gotta stop doing that secret mission
0: I'm sheriff here please (laughs) stop
1: I'm the sheriff of
0: Gotham yeah that would be a great character that's Batman Batman I guess Batman's the the sheriff Sheriff of of Gotham Gotham. it's a shorter train than we're used to seeing on Batman uh, but it's making its way down the tracks and we see military personnel on the train we cut to two soldiers on the train talking about the transportation of a plague.
1: They are deplorably animated. Yep. These guys basically Horrific. don't have faces. Yep, they're they look melted.
0: Yeah, they look real bad. Who would want to steal a can of germs anyway? <laughs>
1: stupid fucking dialogue.
0: Yeah, really dumb. Um, and then we see Red Claw and her goons show up on what I can only describe to be <laughs> a Foot Clan battle sled. It's such a stupid piece. Yeah, it's like it's it's like this like sled. <laughs> That's on the train tracks that has like rockets on the back of it propelling it.
1: This is a deep cut. It looks like the little haywire rocket villain from the spark mandrel stage. Yeah, Mega Man X. Yeah. Kind of going back and forth. Yeah, on yeah, the platform. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking stupid about. Stupid fucking slide. Yeah.
0: That's really stupid. Um, as they come up to the train. It's something... Foot <laughs> Clan battles. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it looks like, man. Um, it looks like something like the Foot Clan would use in the sewers to fight the Ninja Turtles. And, yes, um, it is it... Very, turtles. Yes, very Turtles. very Turtles. It's...
1: Actually, Red Claw is a very Turtles
0: villain. Yeah, definitely. Put her on that show. She's almost like a ninja. That's right. Um it's That's a, the it, thing. She's not. I she know. She just wears a martial I artist she outfit. She wears a gi. That's about it. I'm Red Claw. All I right. wear gi. I, I am wear gi.
1: Because Russia is communist and China is communist and this is what the women
0: wear. Yeah. That seems to be the indication. Yeah. They're like, eh, ah, it's communist. Put her in a red gi. Red martial art, art, artist outfit. Stupid. Do you so, think she's finished? Nah, you give her a tattoo. <laughs> we want people to know she's Red Claw. When she shows up. We've been building this up all day. When she shows up, I want them to see that red claw and do that thing. Ooh, that's the claw. What should
1: we do with her hair?
0: Yeah, uh, give her a white streak. All right, yeah. yeah villain's got that. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. So, um it's so toyotic, it hurts my brain. And these guys the, are... The, he- the sled, yeah. Yeah, they're heavily armed as they get in the train. And now the explosions begin. They use a bazooka to destroy the link between two cars, separating the front car from the train in the back. Not a single soldier tries to stop them <laughs> or shoot them as they slowly drift <sighs> away. Yes. Red Claw's goons, not themed at all, by the way, then start a second explosion by using, plastic, mm-hmm. uh, but by using a smoke grenade to pretty much fill the room with the plague in it with smoke knocking the soldiers out, and then we get a plastic explosive on the door of the train. We have three explosions already.
1: Her goons are lightly themed. They are just Euro trash. They're That's like, the theme. They're
0: like they're like French revolution. like They're like, <laughs> vive la resistance type people, right? Right. Yeah, but that, like, that doesn't fit with Soviet Russia. No, it does not. That fits with... The France fighting against they, the Nazis. They look like
1: freedom fighters. Yeah. Um, so yes, they look like freedom fighters, and it is stupid. And also, I hate that the military escort doesn't fight this at all. No. What was the point no. of the military escort? No. Do they not have guns?
0: Yeah, I don't get it. They they don't fight back. They kind of just wave at them as they they. They move away. Yeah, they're just kind of like, "Oh, terrorists uh, took the train. All right, no big deal." Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it's 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 that's a problem. They're transporting a deadly <laughs> a play. plague. Yeah, maybe if they had faces, they would do something about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you! You don't even have a name tag. You might as well just lay down. And then I'm just a guy without a face. <laughs> and then they're transporting, you know, the plague in, in a in a just a, a trunk. You know. Yeah,
1: that's the thing, too. It's like, okay, you're a military escort hired to transport the world's deadliest plague. And it's, yeah, it's in like a like a trunk you would find in someone's bedroom.
0: Yeah, it's like, hey, look, the skull trunk.
1: No, <laughs> the skull trunk, yeah. No one's in a hazmat suit. Yeah. No one, no. it's not in a special container. No. It's just like, yeah, yeah nope. here it is.
0: It makes no sense. But then we go to Batman, and we see that Batman has been watching everything through binoculars. And he sees Red Claw and her henchmen holding the train personnel at gunpoint. Batman has been flying towards them on the train and what I really actually I kind of like the bat hang glider once again it's cool. very very toyetic uh, he fades into a silhouette for a second to look like a giant black bat across the night sky. Which I'm always a sucker for,
1: but it was very, it was animated very poorly. Yeah, it was
0: a bad job, but like it was a cool idea. <laughs> uh, Batman flies down to the train, knocks out the first two goons, and throws them off the moving train. I'm sure they're fine. They
1: totally are alive. They you can be thrown from a moving train and just live, and especially you're
0: fine. especially if you're thrown like off a cliff. Right. Um, Batman then begins to fight the rest of the goons. Red Claw jumps into the train and picks up a shotgun, which he uses to blast the lock off a plague. Um, we know the plague is in this case because there's a Jolly Roger on it. And we see Red Claw open the case and assume she takes the plague.
1: Yeah, all right, whatever.
0: Yeah, we know that skull and crossbones means bad. Doesn't this all
1: feel kind of lazy to you?
0: Yes. Like, I also feel like, why is
1: Red Claw doing this herself? Yep. I, I don't know.
0: I don't get any of it, but it's probably like we got to give her more screen time. I guess. So, um, we cut Batman to fighting dudes on a train. Um, I'm going to say this right now. This is really Batman of Batman right now. Just fighting guys on top of a train. Yep. He punches another goon off the train who gets saved by a tree branch. No, clearly he he die. dies. He obviously yeah, yeah, dies. He's yeah. definitely he dead. He breaks his,
1: all his ribs and dies. Yeah. and The, the all... ribs go into his heart. Yeah. He's yeah, dead.
0: Yeah. He's probably in a better spot knowing that he's in this episode. <laughs> Red Claw is helped uh, to the top of the train by a goon who says, Red Claw, watch out. And then we get, once again, we get <laughs> Batman, a yeah. brilliant exchange. Batman is stopped in his tracks and he goes, Red Claw, a woman. Yeah. Jesus. What, what was their point with this?
1: What were they going for?
0: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. I get don't know. I don't for. know. It makes no sense. It's why is stupid. he so shocked that it's a woman? Like he was just you shocked. Women can't do anything. It's like he was just shocked in the last episode that the cat burglar was a woman, and now he's shocked again that the villain he's been fighting is also a woman. It's like, okay, Batman, first of all, world's greatest detective. <laughs> I'm not thinking so right now. Wait,
1: the, the payoff that we get is not the payoff that they want us to get. No. Because the payoff should be like, oh, man, if if... <laughs> if the cat burglar was a woman maybe this terrorist could be too but it comes off more like that Batman thinks nothing of women yes that's what it comes off it comes
0: off as Batman assumes that well a woman couldn't be a terrorist leader. never that's never happened women have dainty
1: hands and feet they must stay off them in a big luxurious bed all day they
0: they must never fight they must never be uh, criminals they cannot it is simply not becoming of a woman
1: and what is the what is with this red claw (laughs) what is with this red claw the terrorist being a woman uh, can't be terrorists
0: yeah they more <laughs> i'm gonna stop um what is the deal with red claw why is red claw a terrorist she's a woman cat was a woman everyone's a woman on this episode <laughs> but batman is do, he bad woman now
1: <laughs> do we think other people feel like the bruce wayne voice sounds like jerry seinfeld or is I don't that know. just us
0: we should probably go to the internet
1: please write into the show yeah and let, let us know. know if you think kevin seinfeld conroy sounds really, like seinfeld when he's doing bruce wayne
0: seinfeld was really popular in 1992. He was. Really he was. popular. So we don't know. This was know. airing at the same time. So Batman has his moment It's the world's greatest detective. What is the deal with the plague? Why is the plague in a can? Um, he couldn't put two and two together and feel like <laughs> that the woman dressed in red with the Red Claw tattoo was in fact Red Claw. Good job. Uh, red Claw responds with, do you have a problem with that? To which Batman gives <laughs> what I consider to be the line of the episode. Correct. This is the
1: line of both episodes. Yes.
0: It's a, it's a terrible line but if you know Jordan and my sense of humor, um, which Offen- we, offensive which, which we selectively which we collectively share.
1: Right. It's an offensive sense of humor to be it's,
0: clear. it's definitely gallows humor most of the time. Um Batman responds with not at all. I'm an equal opportunity crime fighter. He says it with a certain seriousness I know, too. I know which
1: really made me. Which laugh. is
0: like he pretty much says this yeah I'll beat a woman. <laughs> yes. I too will beat up a woman. Yes, so I would beat a woman, yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, Batman approaches Red Claw while she tells him to stay back. She threatens to use the plague, which kills indiscriminately uh, men or women. <laughs> this no. Pl- this plague is clearly not sexist. The plague is a woman? <laughs> Imagine. I am the plague. It's just a witch comes out of the can.
1: Wow. Way to stereotype women as witches, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope you post your apology forthwith. <laughs>
0: I'm going to post it before this episode airs. Okay. He's posting um, it right now. Yes. And then Red Claw climbs onto one of those helicopter ladders that seems to be in like every cartoon ever. Only when you're a terrorist. Yes, of yes, course. To be clear. The, 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 the good old fashioned terrorist helicopter ladder. Right. The good old drop ladder. Yeah, yeah. the drop ladder. She goes, you finally met your match, Beth man. Not surprising, it's a woman. <laughs> yeah, they just drill it in there. Yeah. Not surprising, it's a woman. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I, I, apparently the writers. <laughs> and... and Why does she know who Batman is? I don't know. Well, I mean... She's an international
1: terrorist. He's Batman? Who cares? She's fighting governments. She says later she's brought down entire countries. She's going to worry about the Batman? I don't know. He's Batman.
0: But he's he's not really yet. Do you know what I mean? But he's pretty cool. He just does Gotham City. But he He's He's not going out to Interpol. Maybe she was saying Batman, not the proper noun. Maybe she was using it as the (laughs) common noun version of Batman, assuming that he is a Batman as a Uh, man who is dressed as a bat.
1: uh, Sure. Yes. I, I don't know. Yes.
0: None of this makes sense. We go back to Gordon's office. He's on the phone with the military telling them that if he had, if they had warned him about the shipment, they could have done better at protecting it. Right,
1: which they wouldn't have done because they're the military and you're the chief of police. Yeah, and he
0: does not need to talk to you. Um, unless it's 4th of July weekend and people might get eaten by sharks. Correct. Gordon asks why the, what they can do, evacuate 10 million people, which is uh, the classic the classic New York City mayor slash cop response to these things hey what do you want me to do tell all the people to leave new york um
1: he does suggest that he could have them make camp around the pentagon pretty good i'm pretty good. so he's talking to a general in the pentagon yeah he's talking
0: to a general be like hey maybe i'll just tell the 10 million people to hang around the pentagon i bet you love that down in dc yeah piece of federal trash i I
1: don't like the tone that gordon takes with the general on the phone and then also gordon hangs up on him i know which i think is why don't
0: hang up on a general Not if you're the chief of police. No, it's It's like... like, That just doesn't work. No, definitely not. Um, A second phone rings that we hear.
1: Mike, it's the bat phone. It's the bat phone. It's the bat phone.
0: Gordon has to unlock a drawer with a key to get to it. And he picks up the phone and goes, Hello? Oh, Batman. (laughs) Which, you have a phone that is put in a drawer and locked, dude. We know it's the bat phone.
1: Also... I assumed that that phone was locked away to hide it, you know, so, like, no one else would answer that phone, (laughs) but then... He doesn't try to hide the fact no. that it's Batman no. on the phone. He's like, not- oh, hi, Batman. Yeah, he's like, oh, hey, Batman. How's it going? <laughs> so How if is- anyone's
0: listening, they're just like, oh, yeah, Batman calls Gordon all the time yeah, on the yeah. bat
1: phone. The secret bat phone in his drawer. I
0: think he puts the bat phone and locks it in the drawer so Harvey Bullock doesn't call <laughs> Batman and terrorize him. Like, parent call Batman right. all the time. Right. Because you know, you call him a bat hey, Batman, you got those ganolies?
1: There you go. Yeah. That's the- um, <laughs> I was a little disappointed the bat phone was not a red yeah, bat phone like red. on the old show. Or
0: at least have a bat on it.
1: Maybe it does when we can't see it.
0: Yeah, Batman's not doing a good job at the marketing. He's the not. The branding's not good he's not, right now. It's not he's never, there yet. It'll get there. It'll get there. It'll get there. It'll get there. We'll get there. All things in time. Yeah. We cut to Bruce Wayne driving his car, but talking as Batman. Batman asks if he heard from Red Claw, to which Gordon says, they gave them 24 hours to get Red Claw $1 billion in gold bullion, or she'll release the plague. Oh, why is her. Never mind. Do you know what? Just forget it's, it. Just, just keep I'm going. Done. I'm done. Gordon says that the feds have been looking for a man. Bruce Wayne pulls up to Selina Kyle's building while saying, Lately, I'm learning to never underestimate the op- opposite sex. Hey! Oh They said sex on a kid's cartoon. They got dude. it in there. They got it in. They snuck it in. Nice. Bruce Tim, I, I heard Bruce Tim uh, at home while this air danced that they were able to sneak that one in. Did they? No, it's not true. I just said that. I made that up.
1: Wow. Don't make up facts for the listener. They'll believe you.
0: Sorry, it's misinformation. We can't be a source of that here. The Batman-tastic has only serious, real, truthful information. We believe in
1: the integrity of the Bat News. Yes. Get back into the episode, Mike. And the the bat phone.
0: Come on. Batman says that... Get um, your head
1: in the game, son.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. Batman says this while he's looking at Selina Kyle make her way to the car. The doorman helps Selina into Bruce's car.
1: yes. This is the all-sex sequence, right? This whole sequence, this whole car chase is just a metaphor for sex this whole time. Oh,
0: yeah, Absolutely. Uh, ready to go on their lunch date that they didn't get to have in the last episode. There's some flirty chit-chat, and Selena promises a much more exciting date than the last one.
1: So, okay, here's, here's where begins my theory. This is, in a weird way, their third date, yes. which is the sex date, as we all know. <laughs> it's unwritten, okay? Right, so they met at the charity auction. She yep. bid on him for $10,000. Then they had the second date, which was not very romantic. They went to go see the chairman of Multigon. Yep. Okay, but now this is the third date. It's sex time. Yes. It's time for the sex. They get in the car together. Yes. She's in his car.
0: They drive off. uh, As they drive off, a red sedan begins to follow them. Mm -hmm. Selena tells Bruce he seems preoccupied, said that there was an unexpected crisis while telling Selena she looks like the cat that swallowed the canary. To which Selena says that things are going well on the mountain lion front. The we, front,
1: front of the mountains there, okay.
0: We can remember that from the last episode. Selena was trying to use her power to build a mountain lion preserve. Does Bruce Batman know she's Catwoman yet?
1: So I, I think he does. I think he's... I think he's getting there.
0: He's getting there. Alfred finds something that really gives That's right. That's right. Really I'm sorry. No, no, that's right. It's a little mm-hmm. bit later officially. Selena says they plan on having more than shuffleboard at the resort. And uh, as it says, they're rammed. <laughs> by the red car from earlier. Yes. Okay, now we have
1: an actual car ramming them from behind.
0: Yes. It's Red Claw's goons as they continue to ram the car. They just
1: keep ramming that car. Ramming it. Mm. Uh,
0: they know that Selena is Catwoman. They continue to ram Bruce's car, and Bruce does some evasive driving to get away. They pull up alongside Bruce, says, Busy fellow, remembering that I guess he saw him on the train.
1: Right, he knows this is one of the games. Was goons? he going
0: yeah. to let it slip that he may be Batman? And then Selena goes, What? Shocked that Wayne would recognize one of Red Claw's goons. Maybe she's putting two and two together. Both cars sideswipe one another, and Bruce does some fancy driving to get out of the way. But he does blow past the Toll Plaza. These one percenters, man. Uh, the chase continues as Bruce grabs the manual gear shift. Which Listen, is, the
1: speed limit is for we peasants. That's right. Okay. We have
0: to pay the ticket and we have to pay the toll. That's right. Um, and
1: the driver's assessment fee. Yes. Whatever the fuck that
0: Nonsense. is. Um, nice that he drives a stick shift, which is cool. He speeds up and tells Selena to brace herself. If he turns around and plays chicken with the red car, which falls off the bridge, <laughs> I'm sure everyone is fine. So yeah, no, none of them died. No, none of them die. They all had parachutes yeah. and
1: uh, a submarine.
0: Yes. Um, selena asks bruce where he learned to drive like that and he goes i've been going to the paris grand prix for years one day one of these days i'll enter yeah okay batman
1: yeah so here's the thing uh if you're bruce wayne i know you did this driving to save your life but also you, you absolutely gave yourself away yeah. why would bruce wayne know how to drive like this yeah
0: it's like he's batman he's,
1: he's batman actually
0: you know i think batman would do well at the pa- paris grand prix he would win yeah
1: i have said this before it's a shame he's batman because he's good at so many things yeah
0: he was he's a, he's a great detective great detective great athlete, athlete, athlete driver artist
1: puzzle solver yeah Batman
0: Pro- he could have done so much more but he instead he, he
1: could have been somebody but instead he, he's Batman he's
0: Batman which is funny because Batman's the best right like we as viewers love Batman right because he's Batman and we're comic right. book readers and we're we're, 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 we're Connoisseurs, Con- of this, connoisseurs of this kind of content but ultimately it's a sad story for bruce wayne who could have been a very successful i don't know anything what is the deal with the paris grand prix yeah it was really good in that so now we cut to the outside of selena's building the doorman is assessing the damage on bruce's car and bruce says that selena kept her promise an exciting time sex yes uh not every day where he gets to fill out police reports This date is kind of like the relationship between Batman and Catwoman, in my opinion, like the eternal, will they, won't they? It's kind of a giant metaphor to their relationship, you know, um, aside for, you know, being married Um, or almost being married or whatever. Uh, This never date is very much, you know, it's kind of like just how their lives kind of pan out in the comic books. And I kind of like that, right? I kind of like that it parallels their lives to a degree. I think that's a really fun thing to put in the episode. Uh, Bruce walks Selena to her apartment out of fear that they may try something else, knowing that they were after her, um, which, you know, once again, Bruce Wayne is like, oh, I have to protect, you know, this girl. Um, again, this this all works for me. Yes. Still. Yes. Uh, the not Bruce the Red w-
1: Hood train heist. This works. No, for this me. this the, works. The, the chase work. quite
0: a bit. Um, she kisses him on the cheek. Noticeably, so we don't get to have that Mary Jane at the end of Spider Man one moment.
1: Right. Well, so she's kissing Batman on the lips, but Bruce Wayne only on the cheek.
0: Exactly. So that's uh, letting you know a little bit more. Um, so, but, but now she's, but she doesn't kiss him on the lips, so she doesn't get the whole moment where it's like, oh, he's he's Batman.
1: But mistletoe can be even deadlier if you eat it. (laughs) I fucking love that shit. Batman Returns rules. I kind (laughs) of wish this episode was more like Batman Returns. Yeah,
0: it just needed to go off into that into that full camp selena says goodnight, and bruce asks if she's in trouble and offers to help he tells her that he really cares about her something um bruce has yet to say in the show and that he's not felt like this in a very long time yeah
1: he very plainly is in love with her yes very much like it, it he's really head over heels right yep. away which that's that's really special especially for him
0: exactly and she retorts by saying she's never been able to play the damsel in distress because obviously she's Catwoman. Selena in an apartment which is still incredibly cat themed uh she's right. speaking cats everywhere cats all over everything she's speaking to Maven about a multigon trying to kill her because of the underground bunkers which is, you know, this convolution again. Selena changes into Catwoman, and then it's time for her to do some digging. She pops out her claws. Eat your heart out, Wolverine. Isis meows. Yeah. And uh, jumps (sighs) into Selena's arms, who says, not this time, Isis. They don't allow pets. So I guess they just didn't want to pay Frank Welker and animate a cat. Right. Batcave. Bruce and Alfred. (laughs) They were having
1: a hard time animating everything Everything else. else. So So, like, let's take away the cat.
0: Let's get rid of the cat. Uh, Batcave. Bruce and Alfred are discussing Red Claw and Selena. Why would she want to harm her? Bruce suggests that somehow she crossed Red Claw's path.
1: As in a black cat crossing someone's path.
0: Meow. Alfred pulls a hair off of Bruce's jacket and he goes, "What an unusual color!"
1: Except they forgot to animate it as an unusual color, so it just comes off as black cat hair.
0: Yeah, exactly. Alfred says uh, about the strand of hair, presuming it to be Selina's. Batman takes the hair and informs Alfred that it's cat hair, and Alfred goes, "I've never seen one in that color." To which what, Batman says, "Yeah." <laughs>
1: You've never seen a black cat hair? What yeah, the fuck exactly. is wrong with you, Exa- Alfred?
0: Exactly. To which Batman says, Batman has. Is he finally uncovering I... the mystery of the blonde bombshell?
1: I really wanted Batman to speak in the third person for the rest of the episode.
0: Batman has figured this out.
1: Batman has you cornered, Red
0: Claw. Batman is going to, Yeah. And now we cut to an alleyway. A brown well, wait.
1: Just hold, the cat should have been some weird color then. Yeah. If you're gonna be able to identify this cat from the color of its coat, you can't just have Isis be a black cat, even though Isis is a black cat. Yeah. Just I'm just saying. Yeah.
0: An alleyway. A brown cat exits the trash.
1: Even a brown cat would have been would better. Have
0: been fine. Uh, we cut to Selena's because brown cats aren't that common. Not common. No. uh We cut. In to fact, Se- rare. Rare. I, I haven't seen too many brown house cats. Black. White orange calico
1: i don't think i've ever seen a brown house cat i think there there is a special breed of cat that is specifically a brown cat yeah but, yeah yeah i don't know enough
0: about cats um we cut to selena's apartment which is clearly not the chrysler building to see maven pouring juice i don't still don't know what's that's so maven maven's real weird that's so <laughs> that's maven so maven, <laughs> that's, so maven. <laughs> that's so maven drinking juice in the middle of the day i'm i'm, I'm pretty convinced it's well, cat. you don't like that she's drinking juice i think she's drinking cat pee
1: Oh man! Yeah. How kinky does this girl get? I think pretty. I, I don't think it's know. pretty.
0: I think this whole episode is pretty much that. This relationship. Yeah, we know. We know the creators of this show are totally like pervs. Yeah, total pervs. Total pervs. Look at look at. Look at we're it. not.
1: Let's be clear. We're not the pervs. No, we're not Bruce the Tim and Paul Dini. That's they're right. the pervs. That's right.
0: Yeah. We we uh exactly. She takes a sip of what we. Uh, she Thank you for a,
1: having the courage to tell the audience the truth that she's probably drinking piss. Yeah, no problem. Um, it's probably iced tea. Okay. Same thing.
0: Uh, We'll get to that in a minute. She takes a sip as we see a shadowy figure outside the window. He opens the window with a crowbar from the outside, and the figure enters the apartment. Maven hits the lights and puts her juice down on the table. She sits (laughs) down, takes another sip, and the goon sneaks up behind her in the reflection of the table. She throws her freshly poured juice into his face to which he recoils in pain. I didn't
1: read that. I thought he was just like, ah, fuck, she juiced me.
0: <laughs> I I I don't know. He's kind of like, ah, and he covers his it's face. It's not like it's acid. I don't know. It's not piss. It might be urine. It's not. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you got iced tea splashed in your face, would you go, ah? Maybe. Maybe it's really cold. Uh, I don't know, man. <clears throat> I'm sticking with the cat pee on this one. All right. Um. So Maven runs, uh, but is trouble unlocking the door to her own apartment. The goon stops her as she runs away from him. He grabs her and is about to strike her with an open hand when Batman catches his hand and he gives the classic finger wave going, uh-uh-uh.
1: When Batman gives that finger wave, you know you're about to get your arm broken. You're probably going to die. You're in the hospital for eight weeks. You know
0: what? It's probably worse than death.
1: You should jump to your own death yeah. if you see that finger yeah, wag. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but then we see Batman punch this guy directly in the face, which is nice. We don't get to see that that frequently. Um, do you know what do you know what the finger wag is? What?
1: It's HeroClicks. It's, I perplex your defense yeah. down by one, and my attack up
0: by one. You missed. That's a
1: HeroClicks reference, <laughs> that's right? Those are for the deep nerds that's out a, there. That,
0: that's a, that you have to be a nerd on so many levels to like get a HeroClicks joke. I
1: hope you cut this reference.
0: I'm not going to. Damn it! You're going to perplex down the defense, down the attack, or down the defense.
1: Perplex down their defense yeah. and perplex up oh, your attack.
0: Oh, that's so Batman. Yeah, that's Batman so Batman. Only, per- only perplexes and outwits. That's so Maven. Every Batman. <laughs> <laughs> your joke. Yeah, I just yeah, said it, it back. It, to It's a good joke um maven's glasses have fallen off her face so jinkies she, she's searching on the ground yep we get a very good velma <laughs> dinkley moment here um, which is and we
1: have welker in the episode exactly
0: so why not we should have just got uh casey Kasem while we're at it batman is beating the snot out of this guy but she's having a hard time seeing she squints only to see a blurry image of the fight
1: which i think is because this animation studio <laughs> needs so, a fucking yeah, break Yeah, yeah. because like, there's, there's no reason it should happen
0: no of course Batman kicks the guy out the door and Maven locates her glasses. She goes to walk outside, but is stopped by Batman. He informs her that Red Claw... Um is after Maven and Catwoman. And he finally realizes that she and Selina are of the same. Or at least he lets people know that he knows them. Right. That they're the same. He tells Maven to tell him where she's gone. She says... Uh, the, the, muti- multi- multigon the Multigon site. site yeah. I keep reading that as mutagen. mutagen. Uh, the, modig- uh, the Multigon site. The secret site. of the ooze? Yeah, secret of the ooze. Uh, TGRI. She says the Multigon site... Mul- ugh. Yeah. she says you said the, it right. Yeah. She says the <laughs> Multigon site. Batman then tells Maven to get out of town and lay low for a bit. Uh... Batman tells uh, Maven tells Batman that Selena Catwoman is in love with him. Which makes him a little bat sad because Bruce loves Selena. Nobody knows what, what it's, it's like, like to, to, be be the the man. to be the Batman. To be the Bat sad. <laughs> bat sad. He he actually has a moment where Behind he gets sad. blue eyes. Where he gets sad. He does. Yeah, his yeah. eyes turn down. He does, he does. Um so uh because he loves her as Bruce. Batman gets in the Batmobile, turns on the Black Parade, and drives off. <laughs> uh, we pan up to the goon tied to a flagpole. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. We that guy is not gonna die. No. We cut to uh, some land outside the city. We see a mountain lion skulking with a large facility in the background. Multigon. Uh, one of Red Claw's goons is walking with a machine gun. He gets stealthily taken down by a whip. Catwoman then hog ties him. Well, and there's so much sex in this know, episode. We got I a whip. We got hog tying. Exactly. Checking cougars.
1: all, checking all my boxes, man.
0: Catwoman hog ties him while the cougar, because mountain lions and cougars are the same thing.
1: And the real cougar, of course, is, is still red cloth. Red cloth, correct.
0: Uh, approaches and Catwoman hushes it. So I guess she can. <laughs> she congen- has power over cats. Yeah. She, Amanda said that while we were watching it. She was like, "Does she have like cat powers?" <sighs> I guess in, like, so. I don't, I don't know.
1: know. But then, like the mountain lion still like comes on top of that guy. Yeah. I assume he eats that man. Oh yeah.
0: It was a mountain lion. <laughs>
1: It was a mountain lion.
0: Catwoman opens a grate in the ground and crawls in as the bat plane flies overhead, crossing over the moon, which always looks cool.
1: But is again animated badly. Poorly.
0: Uh, cut to the, anim- uh, cut down, cut to the underground bunker. We see trucks and goons with guns and Chekhov's gasoline truck, which is clearly marked <laughs> right. flammable. Wow, what about this flammable truck? Yeah, they really What's f- the deal with this flammable what? truck? Is the truck flammable? Uh, Catwoman drops down and starts taking pictures of the facility. She gets a shot <laughs> what of... What does she think she's gonna do with these pictures? I don't know, maybe give them to whatever... she show them to
1: Commissioner Gordon.
0: She's gonna give them to that newspaper that Rorschach drops the journal off at. Um... She's uh, She gets a shot of Rayclaw and then is stopped by her goons who take the camera. They use some lazy cat puns to get her attention. Then Batman knocks them out with that classic, like, take two guys and bash their heads together. Um, ah, the old one, too. Yeah, exactly. The old two for one. Yeah, <laughs> The old two birds. <laughs> two bats with one stone. Batman and Catwoman run off the catwalk. Yep. <laughs> that man says they need to get Catwoman out of there. I'm but she, a
1: model, you know what I mean, and I do my little turn on the catwalk and uh, on the cat. Uh, <laughs> I could keep going.
0: Um, um, they hit they hit a door that has been barred and face two goons with automatic weapons. Red Claw shows up and welcomes them to her little resort, but it'll be a short stay. Yep, yep, yep. We then cut to Batman and Catwoman tied together. Sex. Yep, in a room in the facility. Red Claw enters with the plague canister and tells them that their are accommodations from their own government, as we all yeah, expected. Meaning what? I think it's trying to say that the va- the, the, the the that the vaccine but The like,
1: military was bunk- bunker was built by what? The military? Why yeah. is that a revelation?
0: I think it's also the plague is also owned by the military. But we knew that already. I know. Like nothing she says is new. Yes, it's stupid.
1: It's <sighs> bad. Okay, I don't get it.
0: The facility therein was built to shield the wealthy and powerful people from a nuclear incident, which is weird because but also, like this is not a nuclear incident. No, it's not. Um red claw like when she when she attacks the wealthy and the powerful okay cool that i get that that works with your your cccp kind of attitude if she's here. even russian i know if she she probably is but at the same time it's like she also wants millions of billions of dollars a billion dollars and she wants also it's, it's all very weird her her motivations all over the place i well, wish it's, we, just,
1: it's also it's like who are you robbing from yeah. you know yeah she's robbing
0: know. from the government I just wish we had. A, I wish we were in a simpler time where villains had more simple motivations. Yeah, like the Joker, who has yeah, no, no motivation. motivation. <laughs> um, Red Claw, Or but,
1: I just want to be a big, big bat. Big bat. Yeah, big bat. Big bat. You know what uh, episode is better than this one?
0: On other wings. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Red Claw then tells Batman she's going to kill him and Catwoman with the plague. Batman tells this her is so stupid. How how will she back blackmail Gotham? And then she suggests that a placebo will do the trick. Which all right. This is really weird. So, Mike, let me get
1: this straight. She is now going to waste yes. this priceless plague yes. that she could terrorize endless countries yes. with on killing these two yes. people, Batman, Batman and, and Catwoman,
0: Catwoman. Because they may create a problem for her getting this job done. She was able to take on the military on a train.
1: Mike, I have a question. Why doesn't she shoot them in the face? I don't know. She is the most ruthless terrorist in the world. Yes. According to Gordon. Yes. No shooting them in the face.
0: No no guns. It's <laughs> kind of like when Vegeta and, and Nappa get to planet earth and a few episodes before that we saw them literally blow up a planet with vegeta blew fingers.
1: up was it cooey's
0: planet not cooey he just blows up cooey <laughs> vegeta blows up some other planet oh i'm with sorry like,
1: cooey watched
0: yeah cooey cooey was somewhere else he blew up <laughs> he, maybe he did blow up cooey's planet he blew up some bug people planet he did blow two up the fingers. bug planet <laughs> and napa famously goes ah vegeta they called us their heroes and he's like i don't care and he blows up the planet with his two fingers. What does that have to do with this episode? It's similar. <laughs> How is it similar? Why doesn't he just blow up Earth? Who? Vegeta. What are you talking about? It's, this, this it's, the, shot him, it's, the, it's the shot him in the face argument. I agree That's I'm agree. I'm agreeing with you. What I'm saying is <laughs> this
1: would be is if if Red Claw has powers and yeah. suddenly decided not to exhibit powers, but
0: anybody could shoot anybody in the face what at any time. What I'm trying to say is the logic here is that why is she keeping them alive at all? Why are <laughs> Vegeta and Nappa keeping Earth alive when it's sure. causing a problem? I think,
1: yeah, all right, to use a different reference, more direct to the episode, James Bond. It's like... Why not just kill James Bond? Why would you need a laser to, like, I, slice his balls off? I believe you know? Scott. Why give him the, uh, you know, why give him the chance to escape?
0: I believe Scott in Austin Powers has a very similar argument with Dr. Evil. He goes, he sure I have does. a gun on my bed. We can kill both of these two. <laughs> together. And uh, together. Like and it'll as be a father-son over. activity. And he's yeah. like, no, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, see, that is apt. Yes. That is um, genius. That is genius. All right. It, Red Claw should shoot them dead. Yes, she should. But she doesn't. She begins to evacuate, and Catwoman uses her cat claws to get them out of their bindings, which Batman also does like this chest flex to break the rope, which Sex. is... Sex. Yeah, definitely. Sex. He grabs her by the hand, and they begin to escape. Sex. Batman tells Catwoman to get out of there, but she won't leave without him. Batman says he needs to destroy the plague. I'm not sure how you destroy a virus with a bomb. Well, you, okay. uh, gasoline. Gasoline, yeah. as
1: we all know, cures all plagues.
0: Yeah, I was actually told that with uh, COVID to drink gasoline um, by the president. <laughs> oh, Batman my Batman convinces... <laughs>
1: i hope you leave that in
0: batman convinces catwoman to leave um she then he then uses a gas truck to cover the city in gasoline <laughs> <laughs> everything gets covered in gas everything this is the, everything this is
1: this is the all explosives episode he
0: the hose and douses everything in gasoline he then goes to the back area where the plague is well, the, right before the acid burns through the canister and he takes a grenade. Oh,
1: I love this. It's like, oh, I've got a utility belt. I could do this anyway yeah, I want. Now, no, fuck it. I'm going to grab a I'm grenade. Gonna, I'm
0: going to grab a grenade from their stash, right? As the gaster's plague is leaving the canister. Yeah. Batman. By the way,
1: uh, this group is leaving so much equipment behind. It's like you were just transporting machine guns last episode. You don't want the thousands of grenades you're leaving in this facility to be consumed by plague.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I don't get it. Uh, Batman is in the truck. He's driving it until the hose rips off the truck and he continues to to just dump gasoline, which in 2022 is thousands of dollars. Let me tell you, a
1: real hit in the pocket. Yeah, man.
0: What is the deal with these prices? Do you think him wasting this gasoline has affected the gas prices in Gotham? I think so, but he doesn't care. He's a fucking billionaire. Yeah, Goddamn a 1% piece of shit. Yeah, what a piece of garbage dumping gas, dropping costly petrol over everything. <laughs> Um, he then tosses the grenade, which starts to blow up literally everything. Correct.
1: This is not how gasoline works. No, no. I'll tell you what should have happened. Should
0: have been a chain It should have been
1: that the gasoline ignites and immediately follows the line of gasoline into the truck and blows up the truck that he's driving. Yes. It does not, like, care about sequence. No. You know? But
0: we're on an animated show that follows the sequence. (sighs) All right. So, um... This is some quantum quantum of solace level explosiveness. The explosion seemingly never stops. It yes, keeps going. Yes, quantum of
1: solace where everything is explosives. Michael
0: yeah. Bay took notes from this episode to make 99% of his films. Correct. The entire place catches fire and the plague canister burns. Not sure if this stops the plague, but whatever. Batman then drives the truck through the shuttered door with a literal trail of fire following the truck. Ugh. <laughs> yep um red claw is getting into her helicopter while batman ghost rides the gas truck ghost ride the whip into another helicopter and the truck explodes
1: and the helicopter the
0: helicopter explodes which creates a trail of fire that lazily is drawn to the other two trucks yeah
1: the fire looks so bad that explode i can't imagine how much worse it was before bruce tim went with this one this
0: is the third take clearly no one has died everything explodes as Red Claw raises her fist and screams out anger with a good Arr!
1: yeah she was a classic like fist to the sky Yeah,
0: curse you Batman Catwoman is scared for Batman's safety but then all of a sudden the GCPD arrives in helicopters not blimps and Gordon no, lets the, them know the, the
1: blimps are only for the city yeah exactly when they they're go just the, for show
0: when they go outside the outside the city they use the helicopters yeah um, Gordon lets them know that they're surrounded and Batman clearly gave him some good intel then we have they're cat- right where
1: Batman said they'd be. Yeah. I believe is the line.
0: Yeah, yeah, right where Batman said. Really convenient writing. Um, we then have a cat fight between Catwoman and Red Claw.
1: Sex, but also, Mike. I hate to do this. I think this is the whole reason this episode exists. Girl on girl. Girl on girl fight. Yep. Is the is the ah, I like a bit of girl on girl. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> she won an Oscar. She Olivia Coleman won an Oscar. I think multiple. More than one. She, yeah. Did she
0: win two Oscars? I think she's got two. She did win two Oscars. She definitely win one for the favorite.
1: She won for the favorite and then she won for
0: I don't know. This is a this is a deep hot fuzz reference, folks. Sex is the second or third Yeah, hot I like fuzz. a
1: bit of girl on girl is an Olivia Coleman line. Olivia Coleman, I'm looking this up. Olivia Coleman let's see who gets it first. Oscar wins. I dare Mike to leave this all in the episode, by the way. Oh I might It says she won no no, she won one Academy Award.
0: Okay. Oh, maybe you know what she did? She won a she won a Golden Globe too. I'm pretty sure she's got a couple of awards. She won a couple of awards. She has
1: one Academy Award out of three nominations. Yeah, it's still pretty good.
0: Pretty good. One for three. That's Hall of Fame numbers.
1: I'm glad we spent some time on that. Yeah,
0: I'm glad that we wasted everyone's time watching a listening to a Batman show. <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, you could have watched this episode.
1: I think they were like, all right, we have Catwoman, and the Catwoman needs to fight another woman. She yeah. can't fight Batman because. Because sexism, but like the other kind of sexism. Like, yeah. why can't Batman fight Catwoman? Well, a guy can't hit a girl. We need a girl to fight a girl. That seems weird to me.
0: Yep, it does. Also, once again, could have been Talia.
1: Correct. Red Claw, also sex. Yes.
0: Uh, Ray Claw has the upper hand and tells Catwoman, you will pay, pussycat.
1: Oh, my uh, lord. Yep.
0: That is just right out of something else. Okay. I know. I know. Redclaw is then attacked by Catwoman's cougar friend. No, not <laughs> her 40-year-old divorcee friend who's just trying to live her life. An actual cougar. Uh, we're pretty sure that uh, Red Claw is mauled to death. It was a mountain lion, but she's not. No, uh, the Red Coug- Claw's fine. The Cougar's just hanging out. Cougar's just like, stay right there.
1: Game recognized the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Cougar yeah, recognized. the yeah,
0: game. Yeah. Oh, I see. You're a Claw, too. Catwoman then turns to see Batman by the fire he so proudly created. He stands by it kind of proudly, too. It's like, I have made fire. Look, um, I have made fire. <laughs> oh. Catwoman blows Red C- Claw a kiss and then runs off. Gordon- Doesn't she blow? Oh, no,
1: it is Red Claw. Yeah. Something to remember me by, yeah, she yeah, says. Yeah. That's right.
0: Uh, Gordon asks Batman where the virus went, to which he says it went up in smoke like Red Claw's future. Right. Again,
1: this is not how a virus is destroyed. No. You can't blow up a virus. This no. is a major biohazard. Gordon, everyone in your city is about to die.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, it's only within a 10-mile radius. 10 that's mi- probably the city. That's pretty pretty, pretty big. 10-mile radius is pretty big. Uh, that's Cat- most of yeah. a city. Yeah. yeah. right. I mean, New York City is only 26 miles. So, yeah, so, yeah. that's most so of that's, a city. That's like, yeah. Uh, Catwoman gets home. And, and he- what if it's contagious? I Listen, COVID. We, we've been through oh this. Oh, my God. Catwoman gets home and Maven is gone. So, you know, what can you so do? So, that's the end of that relationship. Yeah, there you go. She went and checked out because she can't compete with Batman. Who uh, can? No one really. Who can? Honestly, I understand why Maven is so defensive and protective because, like, her, her, her gig is up. Right. Like, come on. Like, Batman?
1: I don't know. Yeah. A little Chasing Amy business going know, on here. I know. I'm not going to say more than that, but everyone should think <laughs> of Chasing Amy.
0: <laughs> um... You know what I meant I know exactly what you meant Um, Catwoman gets home Maven's gone obviously Batman told Catwoman uh, That he told Maven to hide Catwoman asks if Batman told the police About the cat burglar Batman says no That he didn't want to treat it Like a common criminal Nah, all right She leans leans in Batman just Stone cold right now She leans in for a kiss Saying you really do care And then we hear Batman Cuff Catwoman Sex Yeah Smooth moves Batman She's in the bat cuffs. Oh, the bat cuffs. And Batman says, more than you'll ever know. And then we end the episode. Yeah. I think my closing thoughts are pretty much the same. You're
1: supposed to ask me for my closing thoughts, Mike.
0: What are your closing thoughts on this one?
1: Well... There are just a lot of big sex metaphors in here. You have a whip, you have bondage, you have handcuffs, you have arguably piss drinking, you have girl-on-girl fighting, you have a car ramming the other car from behind, you have a lot of sexual innuendo, you have all this dialogue, you have the leather, you have the costumes, the latex, you have all these things that are just kind of like right up against each other, right? Uh, You will pay, pussycat. There's a lot of that stuff. A lot of that is winking. Yeah. A lot of that is being kind of playful in the same way that the 60s series was often playful yeah. with Catwoman. It doesn't always work in this episode. No. It would work a lot better without Red Claw.
0: Oh, yeah. Way better. Way better. My, I, my final thought on this episode is really just that uh, it's the same thing I said in part
1: one. Red Claw is a lame villain. Yep. Not well thought out at all and really undercuts Catwoman by taking a lot of the stuff that I think Catwoman should be doing. Uh, you know, there's no reason why Catwoman couldn't have had her own episode, even a two-parter, yeah. where it's based around her heist or something she wants to do, even if you give her a noble cause like she's trying to save you the animals. You could
0: even have the train. Catwoman could rob a train.
1: Are you saying you want to run a train on Catwoman? No. What are you saying?
0: I'm saying that, like, the whole train... <laughs> <laughs> It's tra- that kind of episode, folks. The whole train sequence where Red Claw robs a train for the plague—there could have just been some valuable gem that Catwoman. Wanted. Correct.
1: Why is there this plague? This I is a—that's ta- a Talia it. plot. Yeah. I think they just wanted Talia and they, they couldn't do just it used yet. should Talia. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, this is not our best work. No. But you know what? Oh no! This I is- think
0: I think we are good. Oh, okay, <laughs> I think this, this episode is bad. I was gonna say this is also not their best work. No, no, no. I think I think we've delivered a, a quality. I don't know. You episode. know what, listener? If you
1: think you have more to this episode, defend it, please. This is actually this ranks fairly high on most lists. Yeah. I don't know why. Just tell us why. What did we miss?
0: So yeah, like I said, my the episode is whatever. Um, you know, like the other one, fairly low in the series. Not a great episode, but I understand why they started here because of the '92, because of Catwoman, because of all that stuff.
1: And, she, and what what blows my mind is she's a really good character. And the Adrian Barbeau vocal performance it's is amazing. really good. The voice acting performance is great.
0: It's very nuanced.
1: It, it is very nuanced. And like you had all the components to create a great episode, but instead you kind of shipped it out to this terrorist plot that yeah. just falls apart. Yeah,
0: no. It's like keep it in Gotham. Just keep it with the Gotham stuff. You know, involve the crime, right? Catwoman is a... And that's like that. that's a thing too. You could do it with Catwoman where she's fighting the mob, but she's also robbing people robbing, you know,
1: they walk right up to the line cuz the mob is in this, yep. but they just they just don't go and, over.
0: And Catwoman is such a good mob-centric character. Right. Especially when you start putting in the whole Falcone thing and right. her That's and... the
1: common enemy they could be fighting. Yeah. Well, again, they don't have Falcone or Falcone, but could they, they could be Rupert Thorne. Could, they could bring in Roland Daggett early, but we'll see Daggett later with the other Catwoman appearances. Yeah, um, you so know. it is what it is. Missed opportunity. Not a great episode. Um, n- really not a great two-parter. No. But um, we still found lots enjoyable about it. Mostly sex.
0: Yeah. Um, and I do think that... Uh, Something I said about the movie The Batman that I'll say about the performances uh, for for Selena Kyle and Catwoman it's very sincere without being hokey. Like you said, she walks right up to the line, but like she doesn't she doesn't go overboard and like it's not the '60s show. It's not right. like Batman. It and...
1: goes to the line of camp without going over into camp. yes, and it's very I think sure.
0: I think her performance is terrific. Um, I think they could have just done Batman versus Catwoman; it would have been great.
1: I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see more of Catwoman. I'm excited Always. for the other Catwoman episodes that are all better than this one. Yep. And actually feature more Catwoman in yep. many ways. Yep, 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 yep. Um... I am also excited just for more female characters in the series yeah. in general. The creators are clearly trying to address that in this episode. They just don't do that well.
0: No, it's a bad, it's a bad job there. Um, but I they're... like Selena.
1: I even liked Maven to some extent for yeah. all her weirdness. Just yeah. Red Claw just really misses the mark for yeah, me.
0: Red Claw's not great, but you know we will see a lot of great women in this show uh, soon. With when we get to Harley Quinn, and I believe that's episode twenty-two. Um, but um, that's there. You have it, folks. Um, that was. Um, the Cat and the Claw Part 2, Episode 16 of Batman the Animated Series.
1: What is the deal with the cat and the claw?
0: Why? And uh, goodbye. And next time on Batman-tasticast, we will be talking about Episode 17, See No Evil, which is uh, a Where? real
1: winner. Where? There's some evil here?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Do you uh, see any? It's a real it's a real winner, folks. Uh, thank you for joining us. This was the Batman-tasticast for Jordan Hugh. I'm Mike Staub. Thank you, and see you next time. Same bat time, same channel and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the batman tasticast and thank you all for your continued support of the show if you want to continue to help us out please feel free to give us a review subscribe on the podcatcher of your choosing leave some comments or reach out to us on social media you can find us at batman tasticast across all social media platforms and we'll see you next time